This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Cheryl. Tig. This episode is um passionate it is it's passionate it is passionate it's very passionate i was very into it yeah and i could not wait as you know couldn't get enough to get to that second episode oh yeah we'll talk we'll tell you all about that second episode teaser man the lips the lips yeah there's no way anyone can think for a second i went about my life not thinking I got to get to that second episode after that woman (laughs) sat down. Yeah, we cover a lot in this. We do. And in the beginning of the episode, you messed up and introed the episode incorrectly. It was supposed to be on this portion. Okay, I'm going to do it and I'll do it now. And then people will understand what I'm talking about. But yeah, they're not going to give a shit. Okay, Um, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and jerks. It sounded like ladies and jerks. That's really no way to start a podcast. Ladies and jerks. It sounded. It sounded like I was saying ladies and jerks, which I wasn't. I I wasn't. And who cares if you were? They're jerks. Well, we don't know for sure. Well, if they're jerks, then you're speaking to them, which means they're then a jerk. they know who they are. Yeah, and they know who they are. Yeah. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Tiger. <laughs> It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Cheryl Hines. Tig Nataro. I don't know what you've been doing, but I've been watching a two-part documentary series about Tiger Woods called Tiger. Called Tiger. Yeah, I watched it. I cannot wait to talk about it. It's a very similar name to a documentary <laughs> we did uh, earlier called Tig. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tiger King. We've really gotten a lot of tigs and tigers. Yes, we sure have. 
I'm going to let people know what we're talking about, all right? Just in case they're lost, like, what? Wait, are, are we are we going right into it? Is that what you're saying? I don't see why not. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Tiger. No, Cheryl, that's... No, we remember we said we were going to do that. No, no, but that's for when we, after we record it, we're going to go back in to the intro. Oh, this is And then in the intro, you're going to say, everybody, welcome to Tiger. <laughs> but just... we have to keep this part in. Please don't. <laughs> okay, let's, yes, let's get to it. <laughs> do you want to... Um, wrongly do that again no i think once okay. is plenty because we'll hear it again i love that you didn't understand that, that <laughs> really was supposed didn't. to go in the intro it's like i've never done this show before in ways you haven't okay you, are you going to tell us about oh what yeah tiger is a 2021 two-part documentary directed by matthew hamachek and matthew two matthews matthew heineman it chronicles the life and career of professional golfer Tiger Woods from his early life as a child prodigy to his barrier-breaking streak of championships and finally his fall into scandal as he is exposed for multiple affairs and drug addiction. The documentary is produced by HBO Sports and distributed by HBO. Are you a fan of Tiger Woods? Did you follow Tiger Woods? Do you know Tiger Woods? I don't know him personally. Bobby does. <laughs> I don't think Bobby does because we watched it okay. together. And I'm sure he would have been happy to tell me stories if he did. He would have been like, oh, yeah, this is when Tig. When Tig and uh, I did were... this. Or, yeah. 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 But okay. he didn't. So mm -hmm. do you know him? No. Oh. Gosh. In fact, I it was a little surprised how little I knew of his. I knew of him, of course, mm -hmm. and I know what he does. But I was so not dialed into the scandal and drug addiction and i thought he cheated on his wife and they got a divorce and that was it end of story and the, and and then i thought he was just golfing this whole time so yeah it covered a lot of ground mm -hmm. and uh, do you golf at all i know i look like i do <laughs> but um actually a girl oh, hit on me once a lady golfer at a bar a pro golfer she came up to me and asked are you a golfer and I said I was not because I'm not. That's and good. she said, oh, you look like one. Oh. And I, <laughs> which I think is probably fair. Okay. But also we were in a gay bar. So look around, lady. Probably a lot of women here look like Are golfers. golfers. Uh -huh. Yeah. But that was her pickup line. And I did date her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So it worked. <laughs> It did work. Are you a golfer? Works at a nightclub. <laughs> well, she, she she dated a, a pro golfer and had just gotten out of that relationship, and I'm sure was at a bar thinking, "Oh my God, I miss her. I got to get with another golfer immediately." <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then she was uh, stuck with you. Yeah, and then she ended up with wah wah wah. <laughs> did she teach you to golf, if you will? No, we never golfed. And it didn't it didn't last, clearly. <laughs> it did not last. I don't even know how long we were together. When I think back, I wonder, was that for two months or two years? I have no idea how long I was with her. It is really hard to know. Like, I don't know if it's after you get married or after you're with somebody for a while, but all your prior relationships, 
it's really hard to get a gauge on <laughs> mm-hmm. how long they were and how important they were. <laughs> right. Because at the time, I'm sure, I, you know, I had some very important relationships with people. Yeah, at the time, they, they seemed definitely important. Yeah. Okay, listen. Uh, let's just dive right into Tiger, shall we? I was asking you if you were familiar, like if you followed him or... Oh, right. <clears throat> well, I did not really follow him, but I do... Plot twist... Heinz plays golf. I should hook you up with my ex. <laughs> we would have made the cutest couple. Yeah, if if I'm your type, you're definitely <laughs> easily pivot to Cheryl Hines. <laughs> We're interchangeable. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm from Florida. I know we talk about this all the time, but golf is huge in Florida. And uh, when I was in college, I know we talk about college too, like I'm for whatever reason. Quit reminding our listeners how boring and repetitive our conversations are. (laughs) They already know. (laughs) We should just rename this Welcome to Florida. Let us show you around. Well, I, when I was in school, I was, I grew up in Tallahassee and I went to Florida State for a little bit and I took a golf course, if you will. Even if you won't. Even if you want, but I was the only girl in the class. So it was me Uh and a bunch of guys uh, golfing every day. It was really fun. Are you good? uh, I'm not bad. So wait, let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. You weren't rich enough as a child to watch Happy Days, but you golfed. That's right. (laughs) Fill me in between the fawns and your golfing days. I, I didn't have money to go to fancy courses, but I I thought it would be fun to learn how. Uh-huh, to pick up a guy. Well, also, it's a nice place to meet guys. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Well, exactly my ex-girlfriend's point. <laughs> not that it's, I'm a guy. It's also but... a nice place to meet girls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, 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 yeah. So, take up golf if you're single, is what we're both saying, right? And end up in dead end relationships, which ties <laughs> us into the Tiger documentary. Okay, right. We got to get back to Tiger. Um, but yes, I followed him a little bit, but I didn't watch golf or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Which is, mm-hmm. I mean, we definitely have to talk about that. But before we do, <laughs> I don't know what comedians joke this is, but it is always one of my favorite oh, no. jokes, and it's it's about golf and about how the commentators are like Tiger Woods has just <laughs> <laughs> they're has like whispering. Just, yeah, they're whispering and they're, you know, talking like this. And and the comedian talks about how they, of course, talk like that to not wake up the viewers at home <laughs> sleeping through such a boring sport. <laughs> if anyone knows what comedian, which comedian's joke that is, please let me know so we can give them credit. But that it's be very nice. funny. We'll give and them I hope credit. it's not somebody I hate. Oh. On a personal level. But anyway, go ahead. Wow. How many people, do you hate a lot of comedians? You can be honest. There's like a, there's a couple that I think are the worst people. No, like literally two that I think are the worst people that have ever existed on the planet. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. I feel like we need to talk about that one day. We will table it. Okay. 
Yeah, but I'm. Right. But that's pretty fascinating because you seem so. Yeah. It seems like it, it would take a lot to really get for someone to for you to say somebody yeah. is a, an asshole. I think takes a lot. No, no, no. The no. two worst people. Two worst people. I have ever I've met in my met life. In your life, okay. Then that takes yes. that takes it to a, another level. Yes. But I'm intrigued. We can edit this out, but it's. Okay, where oh, were we? Oh, <laughs> I want to hear all of that. Okay, listen. Okay. Uh, okay, so at the beginning of this documentary, we see Earl, Tiger's dad, mm-hmm. talk about Tiger as a baby, and he taught him how to play golf when he was so young. And should we, you want to hear Earl should talk about Tiger? Should we talk about how cute Tiger was as a oh little my God. tiger cub? He was the oh cutest little guy. <laughs> I mean, Like a little angelic cute. face. Yes. Um, which he held on to for many a year. Yeah, let's listen to him talk about Tiger. When Tiger was less than 10 months old, I brought him in the garage put him in a high chair, strapped him in, and he'd watch me hit balls into a golf net. He was totally immersed in that activity. So much so that uh, he had to be fed in there. It's hard to listen to. Because when my wife tried to take him out of the high chair to feed him, no way, no. First of all, I can't, I it that troubles me so much because it's clearly i mean this is right out of the gate that you see that in the beginning of the documentary yeah and it's clear you don't need to see anything more about earl to know that this is all his thing it's not like he he wasn't giving tiger a a choice of the matter yes it, it felt like this baby was a prisoner obviously i'm sure there was stuff that he enjoyed, and it was an activity with his father, who he loved. But it really felt like this child was in prison. When he said that he put him in a high chair, and he watched his, you know, his dad, he watched him hit golf balls. But um, Tiger didn't have a choice. <laughs> what was, else is he? He's strapped he's a baby, into a high chair, and he's facing his dad uh, hitting <laughs> balls like. Yeah, it's not like he wandered in. The story wasn't about how every time I was practicing golf, Tiger toddled in no. and wouldn't leave. No, it he was, was strapped into a high chair. And by the way, where else is he going to eat if he if the high chair is in the garage? <laughs> I mean, not, where else is his wife going to feed Tiger? Yes, his father felt that he himself, Earl, was selected by God to raise Tiger to be a bridge between the races. He felt so, he was so delusional. And so. Well, was he? This, I think, is the big question. Wait, I'm sorry. Oh. You're, you're, you're maybe thinking God selected Earl. God selected I'm Earl. I'm saying God may have selected Tiger as a prodigy and given him this gift that we haven't seen before. And Earl is the facilitator. But haven't we seen this before with Jack Nicholson? Nicholas? Yeah, Jack I think, Nicholas? I think it's Nicholas. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I get them confused. You, 
I don't follow pop culture. Listen, um, but didn't we see that with Jack? Well, uh, yes, we did. But also it's a new generation. So God selected Earl now. Well, it has been predominantly a white sport. I understand that. But, you know, it's so crazy is all those years later, and I would look for it in all of the audience shots that, and I know he did so much and crossed all these boundaries, but it's not like all of a sudden the audience was just filled with black people after no. after Tiger. No, and as a matter of fact, I really, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed watching the crowd scenes mm. when Tiger would play because it was a bunch of white people. And as soon as Tiger would hit the ball, make contact with the ball, they would start yelling, get in the hole. <laughs> they all, they all <laughs> would yell, get in the hole. How did I miss that? I don't know. I, I think we have a clip of it because it's it really listen. This putt for the Tiger Slam. There it is, as grand as it gets. <laughs> it's like that is the only golf cheer there is, and it's a first of all, it's a long one. It's not like touchdown or you know defense. It's to get in the hole. It's a phrase. <laughs> So that's that's a regular thing that people yell in golf. I have no idea. I've well, you're a golfer. A, well, we don't yell that to each other when you're. Well, I guess you do. Actually, it just sounds different with a crowd of people yelling "get in the hole" all together. But yeah, I don't know how I missed that. Oh my god! I found, and maybe because I appreciate golf on a different level than you do, but I was fascinated by the by his golf shots and some of the putts he made some of the drives he he made I mean were you fascinated by that like how can anybody do that well sure Uh oh you were not no of course I was but I also don't know golf well enough to be like whoa look at that putt look at that drive you know I've played putt putt golf and goofy golf and you know all that kind of No, no, nothing I've Mm -mm. ever done has counted. Has counted. But anyway, he was clearly a prodigy. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. He was a prodigy. Sure, but I don't believe that, well, first of all, I'm not a religious person, so I really don't believe that God selected Earl. Um, (laughs) I just... Like, if God was going to talk to anybody, he would just go to Tiger himself. He wouldn't, like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't stop at Earl. Why, why do we need this middleman? Just put Tiger on the planet. I just highly, why, why Earl? Okay. Did you not, uh, did you not like Earl? (laughs) I had my issues with Earl, and I can't imagine I'm the only one. No, Earl was a, um, listen, Earl was a player. Yeah. And you're not talking golf. You're not just talking golf. And that's right. He would cheat on his wife in front of his child. In a Winnebago. Yes. <laughs> well. I mean, I'm not excusing it. I just... He's the chosen one. He is the one that God <laughs> well, chose I'm to just saying... have sex in a Winnebago 
Well, by the way, when Tiger, those old clips of him saying yeah. daddy was yeah. the most heartbreaking, the way the filmmakers used that line in the beginning was so cute. I know because he was so young and yeah. they spent so much time together. In the end of the movie, when they would bring it back and you would hear him saying daddy, it just destroyed me. It was such a great use of that. Okay, I really think you're jumping ahead. And if the listeners, Ugh. I mean, they, I think we need to let them know what's happening in this documentary before you, you know, before you, what's the, what do we call it? Spill the beans? No. Reveal yes. things. Oh my God. Spoil things. Our, <laughs> our, our spinoff documentary show, Spill the Beans, with Dick and Cheryl. Oh my gosh, girlfriend, did you listen to Spill the Beans this week? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. <laughs> Maybe people don't say spill the beans anymore. It's like something your sure. aunt would say. Okay. My aunt? What about your aunt? Uh, my And aunt. everybody's aunt everywhere is saying spill the beans. Spill the beans. Okay. I don't ever. You know what? I'm going to retire that right now. I'm not, not going to promise myself to never You know what else needs to be beans. retired? What? I didn't get the memo. Or did you get the memo? Oh. Because people have not gotten the memo that they need to stop saying that. I didn't get the memo. I don't think I've ever said that before. And Don't start. <laughs> now that you put it in my head, I really hope it doesn't come up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there anything that you say where you feel like you wouldn't, but it just comes out? No. No. I'm very particular about what comes out of my mouth. Your word choice. Yes. Mm. Uh, but I have accidentally winked, and I feel like I've shared that oh. on this podcast or maybe my other podcast, but I accidentally winked. 
at like a 20-year-old girl. Oh. Did not mean to. It was a complete accident. You looked at her in one eye shut and you, and you meant to shut both. I was eating alone at an airport. Oh, and Lee. this girl was like 20 years old, walking around with her tray of food, looking for a place to sit and have lunch. Mm-mm. And she had, here's the worst part. She oh, had. It's bad uh, already. It's, it gets so bad <laughs> and it's so not who I am. And if somebody saw me in that moment, they would really not understand that this was all a huge Just accident. once in a lifetime. Yes. This young girl is walking with her tray of food with cut off jean shorts Uh-oh. with part of her bottom, her buttocks oh God, hanging out. That's yes. how she dressed to go to the airport to take a yes. flight. I, yes. I was stunned. I was staring at her because I was stunned, not were. because I was attracted to this okay. young girl. I was yes. like, I was staring at her. She was looking at me while I was staring at her. Oh, God. And then I winked. I don't wink. Wait, wait, wait. How did you, you, you just involuntarily winked? Like your body took over? I was eating. I was eating. Okay. I was chewing. Yes. And I was, she was staring at me. So I was trying to say hello because I was staring at her. Oh. And instead of saying hello, I winked. Oh. And then she sat down <laughs> with me. Well, of course. You just winked at her, which is the go- come over here But sign. Cheryl. Yeah. Anyway, so this girl sat with me at an airport oh. and had lunch with me because I winked, I winked at, her. at her. That's a rocky start to a relationship. Oh, gosh. Well, no, it's Stephanie. It's Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie, we have two kids. Stephanie, Stephanie was wearing her cutoffs at the airport, yes. as she likes to do. Yes, just you know, walking Stephanie. around looking for a spot to eat. <laughs> um, Bobby hates it when anybody winks. Although I think a wink is appropriate sometimes. Yeah, if you're meaning to say "Hey there, sugar," or "Hey there, sweetheart." Wait, you mean like to a stranger? You mean to to your partner, and you're like across the room, and you can't get to each other so you give a little wink like hey well i see you well all right wink <laughs> why is yours why is yours gruff all right well because i feel like gruff people typically well wink well, all right I darling oh, i don't know that's not how it's I... rarely ever okay unless you know what unless you are mute or unless you oh. are uh being held prisoner Which brings us back to the Tiger Woods documentary. Well, to veer off the Tiger Woods documentary for a moment, one time in my house, I don't know why, but the police showed up because (laughs) they thought that somebody (laughs) called 911 and maybe it was, maybe it was my daughter, which was very young, but (laughs) they came into my driveway. Speaking of being kidnapped. I walk out and they said, and the guy says, did you call 911? And I said, no, I didn't. And he said, blink twice if you're in trouble. (laughs) And you can't say anything. And then that really panicked me because (laughs) I started, I couldn't remember if he had. If you were in trouble? Well, I couldn't remember if he said blink, uh, (laughs) if I blink twice or if I blink once. And I, I said, look, uh. I'm okay. I forgot if you said once or uh, if I blink once, I'm fine. 
no, if I blink once, if I blink once, I'm fine. If I blink twice, and he's like, just blink twice if you're in trouble. I was like, okay. And then I blinked twice, which is like a ridiculous, and he's like, so you're okay? And I said, well, yeah. And then I started acting really weird because I found it all weird. And he's like, was not convinced that I was okay. (laughs) Well, that's like when people, I've read once, you know, if you're, if you're being abused by your yeah. spouse or something, right. that you should yes. make a plan with a neighbor mm. that if you are in trouble, ah. you should call and say something like, I need, I'm going to need two cups of sugar. Right. And I always thought that was odd. You know, if, if somebody is work it in? beating, yeah, trying ah. to abuse you, that you get right. on the phone and then you, you're like, calling a neighbor and asking for two cups of sugar it feels like feels like you're going to irritate the abuser yeah even more it seems like a hard thing to get into but i like the idea of it i like the idea i just feel like i guess it was the example that they used you know ah, right. come up with a plan where you tell your neighbor that you need well, two, two cups, cups of sugar, sugar is uh, that's ridiculous but my sister, Dr. Becky yeah. Hines, and I, we uh-huh. have um, code words. So if I were in trouble and I couldn't tell her I was in trouble. <laughs> Wait, why did two sisters have to come up? <laughs> well, why? because you don't know. I mean, listen, life is crazy. There are, you know, things, cra- crazy things happen. So I know that, but if somebody, yes, I, if somebody I've been alive for forty nine years. I know crazy, you know crazy things, things happen. happen. So if you called me and you said, if you said, I'm going to need two cups of no, sugar. No, I, I would just, I would say, come on over and get it. But if you said to me, <laughs> if you called and said, Cheryl, let's talk about national headlines right now. I would think, oh my God, Tig is in trouble. Because no, you would think I was flirting with you <laughs> because from a previous episode, the term let's make national headlines means let's have sex. So it would be an inappropriate, weird call if I contacted you and said, hey, Cheryl, let's talk about making national headlines. <laughs> hey, maybe that's the, not the best example. But but my husband and I have a code and I. I can tell you guys because I'm sure nobody in my family is listening to this except my sister, Dr. Becky Hans. Uh, but um, if hi Becky, if I ever, um, if we're ever on the phone and we can't talk because somebody's sitting next to you, we uh-huh. say, "Whoa, traffic is so bad." Uh huh. And that's it. <laughs> and then we know you can. Well, what if speak traffic freely? is so bad and then Bobby's like, "Who's with you?" And you're what? like, "No, traffic is really bad." And he's like. Wait, I thought you were alone. <laughs> then how do you get out of it? It's like, who's on first? Okay, should we go back to Tiger? I mean, really? Oh, my gosh. On That's... our outline, it says that 18 years old, Tig wins the 1994 U.S. Amateur Championship on our outline. <laughs> Somebody didn't write out Tiger. They I thought we had producers. <laughs> At 18 Tig. years old, Tig yeah. wins... The 1994. <laughs> Amateur Tig, did you? In 1994, I was just about to start doing stand-up. I was not golfing. Okay, so it was uh, 
It was Tiger. <laughs> it was not. You did not win. No. So Tiger started winning lots of um, he, amateur championships. Games. 18. He was young. Yes. The thing is, Tiger was a young, hot golfer. We had not really seen that before. I hadn't seen it in my life. I was all, always, you know, I don't want to say old sad guys because that's not true, but old people that look like they'd crack open a can of beer and sit on a boat all day. Right? Yeah, like dads, yeah. Look, yeah. like dad bods. Mm -hmm. And then Tiger quit college to mm -hmm. go pro and got mm -hmm. a multi-million dollar deal from Nike. Mm -hmm. And and Nike saw Tiger as potentially the next Michael Jordan mm -hmm. or Gandhi or, or Jesus. Jesus. And I think it was kind of a pivotal moment where Earl started to get nervous because he had so much control over his son for so many years. Yeah. And now... So many other people were involved. It's so interesting because he really is that great of a golfer. And he is multiracial. So he's representing different races in a way that had never been represented before in golf. So it was very exciting. And Nike really went with playing the race card. Yeah, and they call it playing the race card. Yeah. With the first ad reading... There are still courses in the U.S. I'm not allowed to play because of the color of my skin. Hello, world. I've heard I'm not ready for you. Are you ready for me? I loved it. That's strong. Yeah. That was bold. strong. That was powerful. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, and Nike, they were so smart to go with that and to put it out there. And, and it's true. Oh, gosh. I mean, I don't want to skip ahead. <laughs> Because there is something that happens in this documentary that made me crazy. Okay. But yes, so he explodes on the scene. Now, did you like that Tiger's first girlfriend was in this a lot? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, tell me. There were a lot of people in this documentary. And I have to say, that was another thing I really enjoyed about the documentary mm. was that the whole time I'm thinking... I can't believe all these people from his life are willing to come on a documentary and talk about him. So many private details. And he's not even on this documentary. And I kept thinking, why is his ex-girlfriend? Why is his friend? Why is his caddy? Why is everyone willing to come on this documentary? And then you find out later, not to spill the beans, <laughs> but that Tiger... He had a pattern of cutting people out of his life and beginning with his first girlfriend. Ah. So did I like that she was on here after I realized that there was a pattern? Um, I also didn't find her annoying or anything. I mean, Well, I thought it was because she's on at the beginning. She's a very likable person. I enjoyed listening to her talk. But I thought, oh, it's strange that, that there are no interviews with Tiger. There are no interviews with his ex-wife so i quickly realized oh i don't think this is this was authorized okay this, by yeah uh -uh. it really made for a grittier documentary yeah the kind that you like because we really saw some i wanted to say dirty details but that sounds well it can go along with well dirty details <laughs> spilling the beans you know <laughs> <laughs> dirty details. My aunt would not say dirty details. <laughs> dirty laundry. Dirty laundry. Yes, dirty laundry. 
But yeah, his girlfriend, I thought it was um, a nice place to begin to give that insight into his history and who he was, especially since she seemed like a completely normal, decent person. Yeah. You know what else really Mm. I thought about this documentary? I thought it was really, really interesting to see him age. Mm -hmm. You know, it must be so strange to watch a documentary if he watches this about yourself. Oh, he watched it. When he was two and when he was, yeah. you know, 16, 23, 45, or how does he now? 40. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that interesting to you? Of course. Yeah. The whole thing was. It was so fascinating. So he, and, yeah. Um, go ahead. No, no. I was just, go ahead. I know I totally cut you off in the middle of your thought. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> but he, um, <laughs> does, it, does anything matter? Ty, Tiger, um, Ends up meeting. What is his wife's name? Is it Eileen or Ellen? Ellen. I would be so afraid if I met her. I would never say her name out loud because I would be fearful of saying it incorrectly. It it was interesting to find out that she was this Swedish nanny. Yeah. Because I just assumed when I saw her for the first time that she was a model. Yeah. She's obviously gorgeous yes i thought she was a supermodel i was surprised to see that she was one of one of the golfers that he played golf with one of the golfers nannies yeah and she was not into him at first (laughs) i was kind of surprised by that tiger woods is flirting with you you'd be like "Mm, yeah that guy so if tiger woods was flirting with you you would be be like like, oh hello oh hello tiger (laughs) you're like oh i used to play in college (laughs) Meet my dykey friend, Tig, who looks like she plays <laughs> Do you want to hear from Dina, his first girlfriend? Yeah, let's hear from her. And keep in mind, they dated for, I don't know, two or three years, something mm-hmm. like that. And then um, they spent the night together. Tiger's parents found out he got in a lot of trouble. Mm. And then she received this letter and then never heard from him again. Dina, the reason for writing this letter is to inform you my parents and myself never want to talk or hear from you again. Reflecting back over this relationship, I feel used and manipulated by you and your family. I hope the rest of your life runs well for you. I know this is sudden and a surprise, but it is, in my opinion, much warranted. Sincerely, Tiger. Wow. A letter that you write to your boyfriend or girlfriend that starts with, I want to inform you. That's not a yes. good sign. That is really not a <laughs> to good To whom sign. it may concern. <laughs> it is not a That's good sign. That's the start. only way it could be worse. <laughs> that was not. Clearly somebody helped write that. And and Tiger's mom, Tiger's mom was also instrumental. I mean, it sounds like, I don't know this woman, and I did, didn't know Earl either, but it sounds like perhaps these two had a hand in the the letter in everything in everything Tilda Woods but they called her Tita was it not Tilda no they called her Tita Tita okay well I don't know I'm not concerned with details okay (laughs) so in the in the second part I thought that it was teed up so nicely if you will oh go ahead oh even if you won't teed up (laughs) And uh, if you will. Um, So 
when the second episode started and it's this woman Mm-mm. that sits down so casually just like all right what do you want to know mm-hmm. you remember how oh, that second yes. episode or or the teaser for the second episode i was like quite a tease oh damn because you knew oh, that girl that girl had oh a- something happened <laughs> that girl oh, was tiger's not parents are gonna write a letter to her <laughs> i think he spent the night with this one <laughs> That, uh, yes, that really, it was very effective and it made you want to watch what happened then. Yes. But then when the second episode starts, Curveball, he was sleeping with a, a, a Perkins waitress. Yeah, that was a curveball. I was like, wait, this isn't the woman that, no, that lured me to the second episode. That's not the woman with the hair extensions and the crazy lips Uh -uh. and that no this Uh -uh. was yeah they cut to a perkins you thought her lips were crazy did you not think her lips were crazy (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't mean to speak uh poorly about somebody it's clearly a choice she wasn't in in my opinion i don't think she was i didn't notice one person watches this documentary and doesn't go whoa 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 look at oh look at the lips i was not paying any attention to that i wish you were hooked up to a lie detector right now because i would love to see that thing going off there's there's no way and it's an odd choice don't you think it's so big i i truly have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) okay so there's what would you do if i had my lips done uh, what would what would you do? Well, would you let's say I showed up? Mm-hmm. Would you pretend like you didn't notice, or well, or would you say you've gone too far? I, you have officially gone too far. I would. Uh, Meanwhile, I've done nothing. <laughs> but let's just say <laughs> it, you. Would you say you've gone too far? I would first check in with you to see how you feel about it, because because I actually diplomatic. Yeah, and of course I would have to say something about it because I. I wouldn't be able to hide my reaction because I'm not good at like keeping a straight face when somebody does something crazy. I <laughs> you would laugh in his direction. Well, I would, I would probably, do- and you would say, "What do you think about it? <laughs> what do you, what does Stephanie think?" When people ask those questions, they're stalling to think of what they're going to the say. The next thing, yeah, I would say, yeah. "Whoa, hey, <laughs> hey, look at you." How do you, uh-huh. how are you, that's a new look for I you. I feel how great. You, how, uh, great. I feel great. That's great. Great, great, great. Well, you, you know, you definitely are a. A person. Yep. <laughs> you definitely are a person. It is hard. What do you say when somebody has a bad haircut or I don't know. I'll likely not even notice. I remember um, I knew a girl that worked at a coffee shop and had pink or green hair and she I had an office underneath the coffee shop and she was like, aren't you going to say anything about my hair? (laughs) And I truly didn't even notice. And I think it's, I think it's because she was very um, hip and cool all the time. So Mm. having pink or green hair just didn't even register. No, you were used to her being cool and doing interesting making bold statements so with her look so I was just like oh I'm sorry I didn't notice you had green hair (laughs) well anybody that watches this will notice uh what is her name her hair Mm -mm. Rachel's hair Rachel 
You could tell. Yeah, she was a hostess in Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she when she sat down, she was like, I you know, I have nothing to lose. Everyone already knows me as Tiger Woods um mistress. mistress. And I was sitting there going, Wow, I never I heard didn't, of you. I, yeah. <laughs> I am not I, I have not never familiar heard of with you. you. Or the woman from Perkins. Yeah, I it didn't cross my desk. No. I didn't know who this person was that he cheated on his wife with. Right. I truly thought it was one and only come to find out in this movie, he had not only cheated, but basically was having relationships with numerous people. Yes. And and, and all the while. So at this point in his life, he has become this international superstar. He's making tons of money. He's making Cheryl Hines money at this point. <laughs> not true and cold um, hard cheryl cash and he married this this beautiful woman beautiful and has a little baby and then you find out oh my god he's been the national Enquirer was following they were following him and you know while i was watching this i was thinking if tiger woods has a girlfriend these days my first thought is why would you ever date this man but then my second thought is actually he's probably the person to date now because he's been so busted so many times that he probably is paranoid that somebody's following him Mm. right i don't know if it works like that yeah people still cheat (laughs) they find ways they They find find ways but they all yeah and they also they go just this one time and it's not gonna matter and yeah so this big scandal happens Mm -hmm. well first before the scandal broke earl died at at 74 of cancer and before Mm -hmm. earl died tiger started distancing himself from earl Mm -hmm. you know earl really wanted to be in his business all the time and tiger said "Uh uh-uh no thank you tiger was like listen i know god chose you earl but I need to break away now, and I'm just going to have to ask you to tell God that I need my space. I tell God I need my space. I think that is what happened. And that was very difficult for Tiger, and he won his first tournament after his dad died, and he broke down, like, sobbing in the arms of his caddy. And then That he... was so sad. And by the way, how awesome was his caddy? I loved that guy. So great. Steve Williams. Yeah, I liked him a lot, too. Steve, if you're listening, reach out. I want to be yeah. your friend. Oh, that oh, that sounds nice. Tiger, if you're listening, I would say reach out to Steve. Oh, life lessons. Yeah, I would say apologize to Steve. Well, because at some point... So this the scandal breaks. Everybody's hugely... The beans are spilled. The beans are spilled. People are so disappointed. They can't beans believe. Beans are everywhere. <laughs> People cannot believe what Tiger has done. And um, he has presented himself as a squeaky clean family man who is juggling his professional and personal life perfectly. And he has set himself up for see a real big bean spill. I take issue with what you just said, because I don't know that Tiger was the one that said to the world, I'm a squeaky clean guy. He was pretty private. He didn't really 
talk about much other than golf. Okay. You know, he never... Well, then I made a mistake. I misspoke. <laughs> That's but all we do on this podcast. All we do is misspeak. We misspeak. But there were plenty of people who... We spill beans and we misspeak. <laughs> Why is it all of a sudden a problem? <laughs> Well, I'm just... The beginning of the podcast, we never even brought up Tiger for 30 minutes. And I remember thinking, maybe oh. we'll never even talk about the documentary for this episode. Oh, maybe this just... will be an episode where we never discuss. Never... Yeah, never comes, never came up. <laughs> <laughs> for, for an hour, it just never came up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It just never came up. <laughs> We are such assholes. Anyway. um, Speak for yourself. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. This lady, uh, Rachel Ucatel. Ucatel? Yeah, the one with the lips. Ucatel. Because remember, they made jokes about Ucatel. She was a. Yeah. Ucatel. Yeah. She was an interesting character, I thought. I felt for her. Oh, you did? To some degree. I felt for everybody. There wasn't a single person on this documentary that I didn't completely feel for because there's so much insecurity. I mean, it's easy to say, why are you drawn to this person? Why are you involving yourself in this chaos? They thought they were special. Each one of them thought they were special mm-hmm. and that they were in love and that, you know, maybe he's going to leave his wife. I mean, right. The, the general public doesn't need to, you know, yell at them every day these women because tiger was also involved so Mm -hmm. people are making all these all all you know everybody's so much better than tiger and the women that he slept with that part was hard to watch i thought oh my gosh the paparazzi yelling it was disgusting and then long story short elon leaves him tiger we find out has a drug addiction. He got pulled over for a DUI. Well, he has knee problems, so he got addicted oh, yeah. to his pain pills. Yes, that's right. He had a lot of uh, physical problems, yeah. Which I was surprised to find out that something so delicate and gentle and sweet as golf can destroy your back and legs. Yes, the way he the way he does it. What do you why do you throw attitude? Oh, yeah, the way he does it. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you went out and golfed, you would be fine. Wait, well, how? Why? How do you know I'm not a prodigy? I have a feeling. What do you think my putt or drive would be like? You want me to be honest with you? I don't think you would actually make contact with the ball. It's harder um, than it seems. Um, <laughs> it's harder than I it seems. I was at a bar and a woman thought I was a pro golfer. Yeah, you look like you look like a golfer. How dare you? But that that's is homophobic. <laughs> mean that you're a good golfer i consider that a hate crime what you just said to me (laughs) it was a compliment it was a compliment oh well then in that case thank you very much (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) i will tell you this Mm -hmm. if i were to golf yeah you think you'd be fantastic i would wear Mm. those like uh argyle socks up to my knees Mm-hmm. The oh, Nick, no. knickers, knickers is that what it is? No, yeah knickers don't. and one of those mm-hmm. little hats where you deliver newspapers with the ball on top yeah like with a Scottish... ball on top <laughs> and um <laughs> and looking back on my life i my I biggest regret and I, and I don't have many Mm-mm. i wish i had never smoked a cigarette and i wish that when i had gone to putt putt golf i had dressed like that 
It's not too late for that one. I know. Well, you could still do that as soon as this pandemic lifts. Will you do that with me? I will not. <laughs> Why? I, I, Why? Because I, because, <laughs> would uh, you at least go with me to putt-putt golf and I could dress like that and you could just Yeah, I would do that. I would do that. In one of your crazy outfits that you wear? I would definitely do that. So what in the documentary, wasn't it, talk about heartbreaking to watch mm-hmm. the footage of Tiger after he was arrested for driving under the influence. That was rough. That was was really rough. And all I could think in that moment was about his kids. Oh, and thank God they weren't in the car. Yeah. He ended up having another kid. Um, So he has two kids at this point. But (sighs) there's just so much that children have to clean up and deal with and process that parents pile on them yeah I mean everybody everybody has a story and everybody has a story about their childhood and there has to be um, I don't uh, (laughs) yours was perfect I remember all the stories of your perfect childhood with the perfect parents um excuse me madam madam I'm sorry I'm sorry we could afford happy days in our house (laughs) Uh, here's the good news, because uh-huh. we've got to wind it down. A lot happened in this film, but uh, it's and it's really fun to watch. Now he's in his early 40s. He's sentenced to go into treatment, mm-hmm. and he actually gets clean, and he gets off the drugs, and he starts working out again and um, has a different attitude about golf. He sort of learns how to golf again with all after all of his surgeries. And no offense, Tiger, but Uh-oh. when he came back, oh dear, he didn't look as great as he used to. Well, okay, he's forty. What is he now? He's forty something now. But he looks like maybe he had some rough years. He did have some rough years, and and he looks he looked like it. Really, when at the at the end. Are we going to tell people how it ends? We'll tell people how it ends. At the end... What, Cheryl, why wouldn't <laughs> we tell people how it ends? Why are because you so hesitant to spill all of the beans? Why do you always want to keep one little bean? It's so rewarding. The ending is so rewarding that I don't want to blow it. Okay, okay. This episode, let you know what? Let's not spill all the beans. Let's make your dream come true and let's yes. withhold. Now people are listening, thinking, oh, I don't want to watch the the documentary. I just want to hear what happened. They're not going to do that. Okay, I'll tell you what happens. Um, I'm not going to listen. He gets back out there and he wins. What? By the way, before he even, this is, this is the part that made me so mad that I didn't want to say early on. All right, little finger in the air. The guys at the Masters gave a lecture yes. to Tiger. It's despicable. About... Uh, I can't, not, I'm paraphrasing. I can't believe you had an affair with these ladies and acted like that and shamed the name of golf. But let's see if you can get back out there and make something of yourself. It was so, I'm watching all these white guys sitting there listening to this thinking, are you telling me that none of you guys have done anything like this? It was it was disgusting, and they said in the one of his friends said, you know, if it was a white guy, would they have been saying that? No, if it was Jack Nicholas, 
Nicholson? Nicholas. Nicholas? You know who Jack Nicholson is, right? I do, but I I know he's the one. Do you think he's a golfer? golfer. I know. Do you think he's an actor? Right, but I don't know if he's Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. Right. I don't know (laughs) if the actor is Jack Nicholson or Jack Nicholas, or I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, don't know. I see. You can't. It doesn't matter. It's never going to matter in your life which one is which, I think. For sure. I've gotten through just fine <laughs> because <laughs> I always I, and I dread it. As soon as I have to say the name, I'm like, oh, I have to do this thing where I go Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholas. Which one? I have to do that every time. I hate when either of them come up in conversation. Because I have to say both of their names and sound confused. Just to cover your because bases. Because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't stick in your no. head. It doesn't stick. It doesn't no. stick in your head. I understand. Yeah. No, they would not have said that to Who? Jack. Let's just call him Jack. I'm going to say Jack. Jack N. Huh. Um, but then he got out there and he brought the heat and he won mm. Masters at the age of 43 I mean, he started golfing when he was, what, 18, 19, yeah. winning these huge tournaments, had this, you know, this terrible setback and these, the, everything that happened to him. And then to come back and win this tournament was just so, did you love it? Did you love the ending? It was very good. This whole, whole series, the two episodes sucked me in. I have to say, I couldn't wait to get to the next one, especially when that woman sat down and was like, you love that lady. <laughs> when she sat down. What do you want to know? What do you want to know? What do you want to know? Yeah. yeah. Shall we move to our um, final segment here? Yeah. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Okay. Most important Did question. Did you cry? Did I cry? Did you cry, Tig? Um... Did I cry? You know, I didn't cry, but I I teared up a little when Tiger won and his caddy was hugging him Mm -hmm. after his father had died and his father wasn't there. Mm -hmm. I I just imagined there was so many emotions going on for him that Mm -hmm. it, it was beyond just his father not being alive. It felt like it felt so intense on so many levels. Yeah. Yeah. Did you cry? No. Of course not. I'm not a big crier, but I mean, sometimes, you know, I might, but not, not this time. Okay. Let's say you didn't cry, but what did you find to be the most touching or emotional? I thought it was very difficult to watch his DUI experience. And I felt kind of, I didn't feel good about myself for watching it. I felt like it was a private that's should have been private. And this whole I, thing was private. I know, but that was so because you're watching it happen in in the moment that it happened. Everything yeah. else is like, well, he well, did you this. Weren't hap- she, you weren't watching it in the moment that it well, happened. Well, it captured the moment, Tig. That's what film and video does. It uh, captures oh, the moment. <laughs> it captures the moment. When I'll it tell happens. you another part that I thought was so thought it was really really intense hmm. when the paparazzi was yelling at elon elon when she had her little babies in the oh, wagon God. i almost jumped through this i know tv screen and said oh no you didn't oh 
Are you going to have another special call? Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if talk to the hand does well. But that moment was so well done in the movie. It was yeah. so impactful. It was so, mm-hmm. so sad and devastating and mm-hmm. painful to watch. It Very made painful. Me so upset. And you could only imagine that that was just one moment in time. Of course. That, that has to and be every time she went outside. This, I would assume, innocent woman with these two precious little cubs in the wagon. Yeah. And, and people are yelling hideously. People are, awful are despicable. Um, and then at the very end when he won that tournament and then he you love that. grabbed his son. And they hugged, and he was so happy. It was. I had mixed so feelings joyful. there. Oh my God. What <laughs> other feeling do you have besides pure happiness? I had happiness, but then I was triggered by mm-hmm. my fear that he's going to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that Earl, the chosen one by God, had too much of an effect on Tiger that, yes. On the surface, it's a, it seems like a beautiful moment, but I think it's a complicated thing. I know it should just be this blanket, easy, simple thing of, look what daddy did, and the kids run out, and they hug, and they lift them up, and then they parade them through a crowd of strangers, and I don't know. I just, uh, it wasn't as simple for me of just, um, oh, yeah, it was so... Uh... Uplifting? Yeah. <laughs> it was complicated for you. <laughs> It was. I apologize. I can't pretend like no, it wasn't. I don't I don't accept your apology. Um let's move to who were you attracted to? <laughs> what were everyone attracted? wants to know. <laughs> were you attracted to anybody <laughs> in this film? I would say I was attracted to Elaine. Mm-hmm. Who isn't? I mean, she's like a perfect looking person yeah we never heard her talk but i mean i'm sure she's fantastic i'm sure in fact when we get off of this episode i'm gonna google her talking oh i wonder if you'll find anything of her talking i don't know how do you say her name elin <laughs> i don't know I'm gonna say do you elin. think his whole relationship with her he was saying it <laughs> hesitantly elin <laughs> <laughs> he just never said her name. Who were you attracted to? Uh, uh, well, of course, the tiger, I thought, was, you know, he's a very attractive person to begin with. And then his talent is also attractive. And then that he went through this, you know, reformation, mm-hmm. I thought was very attractive. It's not easy for someone okay, to Okay, if, if you were single now, would you, uh, if you met him... At a bottle service Vegas situation, yes. would you date him? Well, I would, you know, vibe it out. <laughs> <laughs> vibe it out. I mean, I wanna, if there were sparks, but you're worried that he's like still cheating and being crazy. Oh, I'm worried. I am worried. <laughs> you are reading my face so well. Would, okay, if you vibed it out and it worked out, could yeah. we potentially one day know of a yeah. Cheryl Woods? <laughs> Please meet my friend Cheryl Woods. <laughs> like I said, if there were sparks, if you spark it, 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't hold things that he's done before against him. Okay. Would you? I mean, you would, clearly. I can hear well, you. Well, I'm agree. not into him the way you are. I'm into his ex-wife. <laughs> well. And I have no problem with how she handled herself. <laughs> no, she did it. As far as we know, she did it perfectly. I feel like she just up and walked away, and you didn't hear from the woman I ever know. again. And that was that. Yeah. I was going to say if she's listening to reach out, but then I remembered I'm married. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> well, we would still like her to reach out just to say hi. She's not going to. We invite you. Can you imagine if this low rent operation of ours is where she finally <laughs> speaks out? <laughs> She's like, thank God you guys brought it up because I've been dying to tell people a lot of things. Yeah, and when I pressed play on this episode, I listened the whole way through. No, <laughs> no chance. Okay, uh, we've got to, this is it. We're, let's we've gotta, let's get we, out of here. We got to get out of here. I think we should do one true fan mail, though. All right, do it. Before we go, we have a review from Jen Law 34 titled, Almost Poke My Eye Out. <laughs> I like the title. Well, you're going to love the message. Jen writes, I was putting on mascara while listening to the podcast, and I almost poked my eye out from laughing so hard. I'm obsessed with Tig and Cheryl. I would climb on their car. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, Jen Law 34. Is that Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence. It's I can be. only assume. <laughs> it's gotta be. I think it's... Wow. Well, hello, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Can you imagine if Jennifer Lawrence was listening and putting eyeliner or mascara on and was so tickled that she stopped and reviewed? And wrote to us. That would be so nice. I would mm. be surprised. I would be. <laughs> Thank you, J-Law. Thank you, J-Law. All right. And remember, we love reading your messages, comments, and reviews. So keep letting mm. us know what you think about the docs. Leave us a review. And we just might read your responses on the show. Do you have anything to promote? No, just be nice to each other. <laughs> okay. Just advice. Well, How about I'd you? like to bring up my book that came out in 2015. Oh, God. I'm just a no, person. No, we're not doing that. No, this is a, there, there's a cutoff. There's a cutoff. My HBO special, I'm just, a, uh, no, Mm-mm. what's that called? Boyish Girl Mm-mm. Interrupted. You guys follow us on social media for updates. And review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. That is important. It is. And subscribe. Hit subscribe. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to our (laughs) listeners. Oh. Have you subscribed, Cheryl, to this podcast? I have no idea. You should. Why? Because I'm, I mean, I'm. Just so we can seem more popular. Yeah, I subscribe and I listen every week. (laughs) make stephanie listen to this over and over (laughs) just so we can get a click all right okay you want to do it again oh yeah i want to do it again let's do it again let's do it again tig and cheryl true story is hosted by me tig notaro 
and Cheryl Hines. It's produced by Gabi Kovacic and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really, really appreciate the reviews. You can email us at tigandcherylTrueStory at gmail.com. Next week, we will be talking about the imposter. That was a HeadGum Podcast.